You are Locked On NBA Draft, your daily podcast on the NBA Draft, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yo, yo, what is up? What is up? You're listening to Locked On NBA Draft, and this is your host, Raphael Barlow from NBA Draft Junkies. I hope everyone had just a, a great holiday weekend. hope everyone had a Merry Christmas. And I'd like to thank each and every person for making Locked On NBA Draft your first listen of the day and your first listen post-Christmas. I had a good Christmas. Um, for those who have been listening, I've, I've been in Barcelona since about... I got here in November, and um, you know I'm away from family, and my wife is out here with me, so decided to try to mix it up and come up with uh, something special for Christmas. We didn't really exchange gifts or anything like that, so we just took a short trip to Athens, Greece. I had been to Athens a few times, but it was my wife's first time in Athens, so we had well, you know a little fun there. I mean, it's just good to, to be away, and you know for me it's cool just showing her different parts of Europe and how Barcelona is different than Athens and Athens is different than than Paris. So I th- I thought we had a, a good trip. We just got back. And um but yeah, you know, I mean it was it was good. Athens is a cool place. I um the the crazy thing is it's on my bucket list to go to a Panathinaikos Olympiakos game. And they actually played like the day before I got there. So um, I still have uh, a few more opportunities this year to go to, you know, this this crazy atmosphere between these two Greek clubs that absolutely hate each other. So looking forward to that. But in this episode, I'm going to play. I don't even know the name for myself. Rafaela Claus. I'm going to go down a list of prospects. And if I were Santa Claus or if I had the power to give them certain attributes that would make them a better prospect, that's what I would do. So this is, you know, a little creative, a little bit different, but I'm going to go down a list of prospects. And I mean, this is in no particular order, but I'm going to give them some skill sets or attributes that would make them better prospects. And that could also put them in position to be a number one pick or a top five pick. I mean, there's some guys that are already going to be the top five picks, but I'm just going to give them a little bit of a gift, a little bit of sauce or, or, or something that will help their draft stock. All right, so first, I'm going to start off with Chet Holmgren. For those that don't know, Chet is like this seven foot, 195 pound. I don't even know what position to label him as, but he's been labeled as a unicorn. And if I had the power to give him anything, it would be weight. He's seven foot, 195. He can hula hoop through a Cheerio. He can do push-ups under a door crack. The thing that he needs the most to maximize his skill set, because he is definitely skilled. And we're talking about a guy that can, you know, shoot the ball a little bit, put the ball on the floor. He can defend. I mean, he's just extremely skilled, which is, you know, why people call him a unicorn. But the biggest question mark is his frame. Can he put on weight? Can he get stronger? If he does put on more weight and get stronger, is it going to impact his agility and his athletic ability? One thing that he does have is toughness. Even though he is skinny, he's slight of frame. He does play tough. He's not afraid to 
throw a skinny body around. So if I were in charge of giving Chet Holmgren a gift for Christmas, I would give him about 30 pounds of, of muscle, which I think eventually he'll be able to develop and, and get stronger. But I still think he has a narrow frame. Similar to Porzingis, and you know, when you are that tall and that skinny, there's always questions or concerns about injuries. But then again, you know, there's guys like Durant, who's a seven footer, who's slight of frame, who's pretty much been healthy, you know, throughout his career. So that would be my gift for Chet Holmgren about 25 to 30 pounds of muscle. All right, the next player that I would gift with a, a, some additional attributes is Paolo Bancaro, who I think right now is probably the number one pick. Now, unlike Holmgren, Bancaro doesn't need to gain any weight. I mean, he is 6'10", 250. I mean, this is a man-child. This is a guy that like, I can't believe he was walking the hallways of high school last year. I mean, he's built like a, a grown man. Again, 6'10", 250 pounds. I mean, he's super skilled. He's agile. He has the goods. If there was one thing that I would say that could hurt him a little bit, which I don't think it's a major issue, but he doesn't have great length and he doesn't have great athleticism. And so that has been one of the knocks that I've seen people talk about him is that, you know, this is a guy that is projected to go number one. But when is the last time we've seen someone projected to be drafted so high that it's not like a a great freak athlete. So I would give him just a little bit more bounce, a little bit more vertical pop, and a little bit more length, which I think would help him become a better defender. All right, the next player, I mean, and these guys are in my top tier. I mean, I think for most people, their top tier prospects are Holmgren, Ben Carroll, and Jabari Smith in no particular order. And for Jabari Smith, he is a little bit stronger than in Chet. I think that he's actually done a, a good job of working on his body and his body has filled out over the last few years. He's the younger of the three. He's only 18 years old while Van Carroll and Holmgren are 19. I'd say with Jabari, I'd give him a little bit more strength and to, to bulk up because I think with that, he'd become a more effective player in the post, which he has shown some flashes of having a post game this year. That was one of my concerns about him coming into the season. I didn't think that he offered much on the block. I thought he was a guy that was going to shoot a bunch of threes. I knew he could put the ball on the floor. But I've seen a little bit of, you know, a little, little bit of post game from this year. So I think with added strength and, you know, like his, if his shoulders get a little bigger and, and definitely stronger in his lower body, he could be a much more effective player in the post. And I've seen a couple plays for him where he has some LaMarcus Aldridge-type turnarounds. So I think with Jabari Smith – get stronger and becomes more developed in the post, then he has a chance to be the best player in this draft class. He may not be the number one pick, which, you know, I guess some people think that he has an outside shot of being number one pick in June, but five to 10 years down the line where it really matters, if he can become this inside outside threat, then he could definitely be the best player in this draft class. So again, I would add a little bit of strength for Jabari Smith. All right, at number four, I'd say for Jaden Ivey, I mean, again, this is in no particular order, but this is just the fourth prospect that I'm talking about. Jaden Ivey, simple, I would just give him a consistent jumper. He has everything else. He has the athleticism. He has the motor, which I think a motor 
is probably one of the most undervalued and underrated skill sets. I mean, I actually believe it is a skill. And Jaden's motor, I mean, his motor runs. It is, if he were a car, he's definitely someone that you would say he has at least a V10 powered engine. And But the downside of him is his jump shot. The numbers are getting better, but I still am not like a big believer in him having like a consistent jumper. So if I were to gift him with a skill for Christmas or for the, the new year, I would give him a more consistent jumper. All right, the last player that I want to talk about in this particular segment, as far as me giving out gifts, I would go with Jalen Duran. And Duran is similar to Bancaro. I mean, just a massive human being. I mean, 6'11", 250 pounds, only 18 years old. He's actually only supposed to be a senior in high school. So I don't know about you, but at my high school, I didn't see guys 6'11", 250 pounds with muscles on top of muscles walking around the hallways. But Jalen Duran, who many have called Baby Dwight Howard, is just a... I mean, I guess I just came back from from Greece. He has the body of what they call like a Greek god. And I think that for him, I mean, I think that he's still a little raw. I mean, he has a high upside. If I had to add a skill set, I mean, being realistic, I mean, I'm not like doing NBA 2K where I'm turning the sliders up on everything. But if I had to add a skill set for him, I'd say I... I'd give him more touch in the posts and better footwork and balance. He does show some flashes of having some post moves, but right now, I mean, he's just more so scoring his baskets off of lobs and offense and rebounds. He has shown some some uh, some vision as a passer, as, as a short road passer, so I, I, I like that in him. But I would definitely just add more touch around the rim, a little bit more finesse, and maybe a little bit more offensive skill set with his back to the basket. All right, when we return, you know, I just keep going down a list of different players that I would add different attributes or skill sets to, but I want to talk to you about Truebill. Now, if you've been listening, you know Truebill is all about saving money because these free trials that, that you sign up for, they renew without your consent because it's a business scam to get you, and I have been got. So don't let greedy corporations pocket your money. Download Truebill and take control of your subscriptions. If you don't know what Truebill is, it's a new app that it just simply helps you identify and stop paying for subscriptions you don't need, want, or simply forgot about. I just had to use Truebill to cancel, and I don't, I don't want to get in trouble for naming what I what I subscribe to but there was a, a documentary that I wanted to watch and I had to subscribe to a site and use the free trial and Truebill reminded me to cancel it because I only wanted this particular service for this just this one documentary and on average people save up to $720 a year on Truebill Companies make subscriptions hard to cancel, and Truebill makes it incredibly simple. Just link your accounts, and Truebill will cancel your unwanted subscriptions in one tap. Because Truebill has saved over 2 million users $100 million. That's a lot of money. So don't fall for the subscription scam. Start canceling today at Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA. Go right now, Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA, and it can save you thousands of dollars a year. One more time, Truebill.com slash LockedOnNBA.
All right, I wanted to thank each and every person for making Locked on NBA Draft your first listen of the day. Now, I would like to have you guys check out Locked on Now. So, for Locked on Now, it's a nightly recap of every NBA game with analysis from our local experts. Listen to Locked on Now. It's on your Apple, Spotify, or you can actually watch it on the Locked on NBA YouTube channel. So, check it out, Locked on Now. All right, now let's go back to a few players that I would, you know, if I had the ability to gift them some skill sets or attributes that could uh, help them maximize their potential, this is what I would do. I'm going to start off with Benedict Matherin as the first player in the second segment. I like Matherin. I mean, he has everything that you look for in a 3 and D wing. He's athletic. He can shoot. If there's one thing I would say that his game is missing, it's it's just this creative offensive creativity off the dribble. Now, he has shown some improvement this year, but I would love to see him have a little bit of isolation, one-on-one game, a little bit of wiggle to his game, you know, be able to break defenders down off the dribble, get to his spots, because he's just too athletic to not, in my opinion, I just think he's too athletic and too gifted to shoot so many threes like right now through 12 games he averaged 18 points per game he's actually getting to the free throw line four times per game but just a shade under half of his attempts are threes now I mean I think that's more realistic for the role that he'll play in the NBA but just for me being selfish I would love to see him become a better shot creator because even though he does get to the free throw line a decent amount I feel like a lot of his free throw attempts are from offensive rebounds and just more so hustle plays as opposed to breaking down the defense. So selfishly, if I could give Benedict Matherin a skill set for Christmas or for the holidays, I give him a little bit more offensive creativity off the bounce. All right, Kendall Brown from Baylor. I'm high on Kendall Brown. I had him as a top six pick on my last mock 68205 god has already given him freakish athleticism he's a good passer i'd give him a jump shot and i think his jump shot i don't think it's bad actually he just doesn't take enough shots i mean right now through 11 games he's shooting 50% from 3 but it's only on i mean it's like not even one attempt per game but he's shooting 71% from the floor. So when it comes to like shot selection, which, you know, if you think shot selection is a skill, he has mastered taking good shots. The problem is he just doesn't shoot enough. I mean, he's kind of risk averse with his shots. Now, again, even though he is shooting 50% from three on a, a short amount of attempts, he's shooting 73% from the foul line. So that's, you know, just depending on how you how you value free throw percentage as an indicator of shooting touch. I mean, that could be a little bit of a concern there, but I would give him maybe a little bit more offensive creativity, but I would give him first and foremost the mindset of being a bigger risk taker, a guy that is going to come out and put up shots like Right now, like I said, I think that he is a top five, six, seven pick. And, I mean, he projects to be like the ultimate role player glue guy, but I would love to see him 
have a little bit of Jaden Hardy type confidence in his shot. Maybe that's probably the, the, the best way to it. Speaking of Jaden Hardy, if I were in charge of giving him a gift for Christmas to enhance his skill set, I would say maybe better shot selection. I think he's obviously a very confident guy. I mean, he takes some very tough, questionable shots, and he's just been the total opposite of Kendall Brown. He has not been efficient at all. 35% from the floor, 26.9% from three. He's taken 17 shots a game in the G League. And if I could, I'd say the main things I would gift him is a better understanding of shot selection. And then I'd say, I mean, better decision making. Right now, he's averaging more turnovers than assists. I know, like, coming into the year, and I'm, I wasn't one of the people, but coming into the year, there was a lot of whispers that he could potentially challenge to be the number one pick. Some thought that he could develop into a point guard or a lead ball handler. I just never saw it when I watched his film in, in high school. I saw a guy that attempted a lot of shots, a lot of tough shots from three. I just saw a guy that I just knew was wired to score. I never thought that he was someone that could be a lead ball handler. He is averaging three assists per game, which isn't, it's not bad. You know, he's averaging 17.7 points, 4.6 rebounds, 3.2 assists. But it's the decision-making. Sometimes the decision-making and his turnovers are related to, you know, his shot selection or just being so focused on putting the ball in the basket. I would also, even though he like, it's weird. He has like the offensive creativity that I like. He does have... The ability to break his man down, but he just doesn't get to the foul line enough for me. Only 2.8 attempts per game. Now, he does shoot 88% from the free throw line when he gets there, but I would add better shot selection and better decision making as far as distributing the ball and, and being more so of a lead guard because. Again, if he had better ability to run a team, and, and some of I mean, I guess you can make a case and say he hasn't really totally had the opportunity with Scoot Henderson, Dyson Daniels, and um, Pooh Jetter there. But I still just don't necessarily see him as a lead guard. All right, the next player, and I'll round out this segment, that if I could gift a skill set. And you know what? For this player, it's not necessarily a skill set. I'm going with A.J. Griffin from Duke. I would just gift him health. That has been the main issue the last few years is he just has not been healthy. I mean, he's young, still only 18 years old, still be 18 on draft day. Overall, this season, it's it's a small sample size, only 14 minutes per game, shooting 54% from the floor, a shade under 45% from three, hasn't missed a free throw. And he's shown the flashes of what made him such a highly regarded prospect and what, what had him so high on NBA draft boards. But the main thing for him is just being healthy. If he can, you know, just go through the next, I don't know, four to five years of, of good health, then I think he could be special. I mean, I've seen some Jimmy Butler comparisons. So if I could gift him anything, it would be health, which is something that we all need outside of sports. 
but for him particularly just you know just making sure that his body holds up all right when we return i have a few more prospects that i want to round out this episode with but i want to talk to you about built bar and built bar is the i mean if you've been listening then you know how i feel about built bar but it is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar and some say even better than a candy bar it is filled with so much holiday goodness rich with flavor covered in chocolate But it is amazingly low in calories, sugar, net carbs, and fat, and high in protein. So you get the best of both both worlds. It's delicious. It's healthy. And it is 100% chocolate. There's so many flavors. I mean, you have a hard time choosing which one you like, whether it's raspberry, mint brownie, cherry, double chocolate, cookies and cream, peanut butter brownie. So go to BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15, and you'll get 15% off of your order. Again, Built.com. Use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off of your next order. All right, wrapping up this episode in my last segment. Again, I am giving for Christmas or a late Christmas present if I was Raphael Claus. These are the attributes or skill sets that I would give different players that I think would help them maximize their potential. All right, here's a tough one. Patrick Baldwin. This one is tough simply because I think he has all the tools to be a top five pick. I mean, he's 6'10". He can handle the ball. If you just watch him, he fits the modern-day NBA 3-4. Maybe even, best-case scenario, a guy that can play some small ball five and in, in, in a pinch in different lineups. Now, if I had one skill to give him, it's kind of tough. Because he, on on paper and in the eye test, he has so much to give. I shouldn't say on paper. On paper, he's been awful, and I'll get to that. 36.8% from the floor, 32% from three. He's taking 13 attempts from the floor. 6.6 are from three. I just am not a fan of a guy shooting nearly half of his shots from three if he's not connecting at at a high rate. But... Baldwin Jr. All right, you know what? If, if I could give him a gift, I'd give him a do-over. One, don't go to Milwaukee. I know he wanted to go play for his dad. Go somewhere else. Don't put yourself in a position where the whole team is based around you in a mid-major. I don't even know if you can call it. A, it's like a low mid-major in a sense. But, I mean, he's just struggled. And so, I mean, I've talked about it at length on, on previous podcasts. I would give him a do-over if, if that is the gift I could give him a do-over or maybe just give him better teammates and help his team win and just um, live up to this hype as a shooter. I think he's more so of a scorer than shooter, but he came into this reputation. He came into the season with a reputation as a shooter, and I just haven't seen it. And I've mentioned it before. I didn't see him as the sniper at the under-19s, and so far he hasn't proven to be a sniper. So I'd give him a, a better efficiency from the floor better teammates and an opportunity to pick a different situation for them but I don't necessarily feel sorry for college guys when they go to colleges and they kind of struggle because I feel like once you go to college as a freshman you actually pick your teammates you pick you know the system you know the coach everything is you know I mean it's it's a better situation than like for example the NBA draft where you don't know the situation that you're going into all right the next player that I would gift, and I mean, there's so many guys, 
that I could talk about, but I'll go with Dyson Daniels here, 6'6", 170 pound. I was about to say point guard. He's not necessarily a shooting guard. He's not necessarily a wing. I just think that he's a connective tissue that plays winning basketball. I think that he's really helped himself so far in the G League, averaging 11 points, 6 rebounds, 4.4 assists, only 2.4 turnovers. I think that this guy is going to contribute to winning basketball for the next 10, next 10 years. But if there was one thing that I could gift him that would help him maximize his talent, his potential, his skill set, it would be a better jump shot. He's only shooting 25% from three, shooting 74% from the foul line. I would like to see those numbers increase if he can become league average or better than league average from three. I mean, I think it just opens up so many opportunities for him to use his versatility in different lineups. I think he can play point in a pinch. I think he can, you know, be a secondary ball handler, maybe serve as a primary in certain situations. He has the size to be able to defend multiple positions. And I think that the swing skill for him is his jump shot. So if I could gift him anything, I'd say a jump shot and maybe a little bit more offensive creativity because he only gets to the free throw line once a game, 1.4 attempts per game. I think that definitely needs to 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 improve. But I actually like the role that he plays and, and you know how he how he projects as an NBA player. All right, the last player. So many different guys, but the last player that I could gift. If I had to gift them a skill set, I'll go with Harrison Ingram. I I live in Dallas. Um, well, when I'm in Dallas, but I'm overseas now. Harrison Ingram is a kid that I've been following for, you know, the last few years. I had a chance to watch him work out a little bit this summer. Ingram is 6'7", 230 pounds. He is the epitome of positionless basketball. I mean, I think his most natural position is as a, a primary ball handler. Right now at Stanford, I mean, he's been he's been pretty good. I mean, he's averaging 12 points, seven rebounds, three assists, has a positive assist to turnover ratio. Now the field goal percentages aren't great: 41.7 percent from the floor, 31.0 percent from three, 70 about 77 percent from the foul line. If I had to pick one skill set to gift him that would help him maximize his talent. I would go with athleticism. I think that is the biggest area of concern for him is that he is not this freakish, poppy, great athlete. And, and I've seen the comparisons to Draymond Green, and Draymond isn't like a super great athlete either, but Draymond is a one-of-one. One. I mean, it's just kind of tough to compare anyone to Draymond. But Harrison Ingram, just he just lacks vertical pop around the rim and the ability to just kind of, you know, just over or out athleticism, guys. Now, I know athleticism can be overrated. I mean, we've just seen a guy like Nikola Jokic win MVP without jumping over a sheet of paper. Um, but, again, he's a one-of-one, one, similar to Draymond. It's kind of tough to compare anyone to those guys. But I think if Ingram just had a little bit more bounce, then I I think that he would be a, a shoe-in for the lottery. Well, that wraps up this particular episode. I know it was a little bit different, but it's kind of like my, you know, my, my way of being different and my way of gifting guys with different attributes and skill sets if I have the power. Unfortunately, I don't. 
But again, like I said, that wraps it up. This is Raphael from Locked on NBA Draft, NBA Draft Junkies. But before I go, I want to talk to you about Locked on Bets. You made Locked on NBA Draft your first listen of the day. Then make Locked on Bets your second listen of the day. It is your daily one-stop shop for all of your gambling needs. Locked on Bets is hosted by your boy Q with expert analysis and insight from Lee Sterling. It is free and available on all platforms. All right, once again, it's Raphael, NBA Draft Junkies, and I am out.